You are listening to the Conquering Everest podcast. This is episode 34. Welcome to the Concrete Nevers Podcast. My name is Brian Talor, and let me just say thank you. Thank you so much for spending a bit of your day here with me. Now, today's conversation is really a part two. I have Betsy Kudlinski coming back onto the podcast, and this time it was, uh, you know, we said, hey, let's do more of a coaching session. Let's take a deep dive into what's going on in Brian's mind, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, if you, if you haven't listened to episode 32, I would highly suggest that you go ahead and pause this episode, go back, listen to 32, and that'll give you uh, some familiar, familiarity, familiar, man, try to say some words I just can't say, but it'll give you some, uh, it'll give you an introduction to who Betsy is and what she does. But this session, you're not going to want to miss it. So listen to 32 if you haven't, come back and listen to 33, had a really good coaching session and well, let's just get to it. Here is Betsy. Betsy, welcome back to the Conquering Everest podcast. Hey, How Brian. have you been? Good. Good. This is uh, part two to our conversation. Uh, I think we both just decided that I had that brilliant idea of waiting to post our first one to the podcast until we had this one. At least that's what we're telling ourselves. But um, yeah, we, we wanted to have a part two. And I believe when we finished our first conversation, we were on the topic of trust. And uh, perhaps my uh, my lack of it in some areas of my life, uh, it may be even kind of a lack of commitment um, in areas of my life. And we were going to kind of dig and prod and, and try to try to get inside of my head a little bit. So uh, where would you like me to start? Um, actually, that's super interesting. I don't remember you saying anything about your lack of commitment. Before. Well, I added it. I threw a curveball. Did no. So I need to know more. <laughs> I need to know whether the problem is commitment or trust or how they interlink. There. What does that What does that do in your head when you're talking about those things? Um. So for me, when I think about, I I guess I never really consider myself to have trust issues. Okay. Um. Except for when it comes to like financial investments, you know, somebody, you see something online and it's like, oh, this looks like it'd be a good, uh, good opportunity. But then I'm always a little hesitant, like, I don't want to lose my money, um, which is odd because I can go to the casino boat and drop 300 bucks and not think twice about it. But, you know, if I'm going to spend that on myself to develop myself, I, I it's like I got to convince, convince myself to spend that money. Uh, so, you know, when it comes to trust, that's what the the initial reaction or, or thought that comes to my mind is. Then as far as commitments, um, that one's probably a little more relevant. So kind of give you a little bit of history. We'll go back when I decided that I was ready to settle down and look for, um, you know, my, my wife, my future wife and start a family. Um, I had found, so I started dating, but it took me, I think we were dating for about seven or eight years before I finally proposed. And, and, and we got, you know, then we ended up getting married, having a couple kids um, pretty quickly after we got married. Uh, but it took me a long time to get to that point. And I see that in a lot of my relationships, my one-on-one -on -one relationships, uh, especially when uh, there's intimacy involved there's there's kind of this hesitation where i wear my heart on my sleeve like i will i will fall for you know i won't say i fall in love but i i i you know i desire to be with whoever you know my girlfriend or whoever i'm with it and but the future thinking about the future it's always like well mm, is there a future how's this going to look um how will we you know, put our two lives together in, in the same, um, you know, and, and be able to kind of live the same, 
life and go after what we want. Now, I guess I should say too, uh, I mean, I, so I was married, I'm divorced. So when I say girlfriend, I don't want people thinking, you know, um, been there, done that, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at and I apologize to, I warned you there's some cats uh, kind of going crazy back here, but so I think, you know, for me, I don't think of trust as being an issue, although there, there's, there's some of that involved. But the, the, definitely the, the, the lack of willingness to commit, like commitment's scary to me. And, and that's not just in relationships. It's, you know, like when I started this podcast, I mean, I was like, well, this is pretty scary because, A, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not, you know, at that time, I had never done a podcast. But I went ahead and jumped into it, you know jumped into the feet to the fire and started building it out. And, and even as it's grown and gotten busier and busier, I, I'm committed to it. I want to see it succeed. But, but yeah, but that's the big, but um, I think when I started it, I didn't, I, I didn't see it going like, I didn't really see it going as far as it's gone. And it's still, as far as I'm concerned, it's still in its infancy. Um, but I can see examples of that all as I go back through my life. I can kind of see, I can see where where my fear of commitment caused me to cut something off too short, whether it's a relationship or a job or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm seeing a couple through lines. Okay. Um, and, you know, we all look at things through our own lenses, right? right. But um, what I'm, what I heard at the beginning is um, you, you don't have a, any problem trusting people, but mm. something like an invest, investment in yourself, you said, um, invest, do you mean like retirement investments or do you mean like a course that I, you have to dump money on? It is, I think investing in myself, um, yeah, the, the latter. So if it's a, a course or, a you know, as I've had coaches, you know, uh, various coaches, it's like I've got to talk myself into it and be like, you know, it's only money. So if it doesn't, you know, if, if you lose your money, okay. I, I think money might be the problem. Okay. Uh, that's I'm afraid totally, to let it go. I I understand. That's actually something that I can completely identify with and um, have come to something over the last couple of years, actually, that's very pertinent. But let me um, draw back for one second mm -hmm. and say, um, you know, when you go to the casino, you're planning on dropping money and you know mm -hmm. it's going to be you know, it's going to you know, you're 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 planning on it. You you're not planning on coming back with anything. I assume, yeah. you know, you always figure if you break even, you're lucky, but if you break even, you're going to spend that too. Cause it's, you're there for entertainment. Right. And if you're investing something in yourself, a coach or a course or a workshop, whatever it is, um, you're putting yourself into it. Mm -hmm. And if you don't get something out of it, you might not, you know, like the, the, the underlying thing is you might not have put enough of yourself into it. Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's like a threat there. Am I right? Like, does that, yeah. does that sound like it's possible? Yeah. I, I mean, there's, there's definitely some, some sort of threat there for me. Um, it's, it's weird because when I think of money, there's plenty of times where I have invested in myself or like this podcast, for instance, I mean, I, I haven't collected a red cent from this podcast, but I've put a lot of my own money into it. And that doesn't, that didn't bother me doing that. But, but this podcast, it, it, it's, it's your baby. Like this yeah. is, this is, this is like, um, this feels more like a purpose. You know, you went mm -hmm. through this thing and you want to help other people go through their thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's kind of like what I'm doing. I, consider myself a guide, like a freedom guide, a coach, whatever, whether I'm talking to a person on the street 
you know, like my neighbor has an issue, you know, with the mailman and I'm like helping them figure out what to do as opposed <laughs> to somebody who's hiring me to do it. This is who I am. It's what I do, no matter what, um, whether it's creating money. And I, I, um, I, I get the feeling that the passion is behind the podcast. Let me take that and go to relationships. Mm -hmm. I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in um, figuring out your commitment issues mm -hmm. as such. I see them as very similar, if not like the exact same thing. You spent seven years talking yourself into spending money on the coaching sessions yeah. before you proposed. Is that it, it? Did it kind of? Can you feel if that's similar? Like the feeling there. I when I think about a relationship, whether with a person or even with a material item, my mind kind of goes to my first, what my mind first wants to generate as far as thought is what am I going to lose? What am I going to lose if I do this? What, what, what is the, you know, what is the ROI, you know, return on, on the investment? That's not what you said, though. What you yeah. said is what you're going to lose. Yeah. The return on investment is what you're going to get. Right. But I, I think that's, and I'm thinking about that. And if I don't see or feel like there's a good um, r return on the investment, like if I, if I see something like a relationship with a person, when especially if you, as I start thinking about the potential for marriage, it's like, I think one of the things that kept me, I, I know what kept me from proposing in, in my marriage was I didn't want to get divorced. Like, you know, I was, my, my parents got divorced. My dad was gone at, mm -hmm. you know, out of my life at the age of two, uh, eventually came back and we reconnected and all that. But, you know, that was a divorce. Everybody around me got divorced. And I always said to myself, if I get if I get married and have kids, I I don't want to get divorced because I don't want anybody to have to go through that. Of course, I got married and then I you know it, it did end up in divorce, which I think there's some other dynamics in there um, as far as you know my my ability to commit to one person. Because when the when the going gets tough in relationships, as I think about relationships, when the going got tough, I would I would seek validation somewhere else. So I would look for somebody else to convince me that I'm still doing the right thing, that I'm still um, you know a, a good man, a good father, or whatever. So yeah, I think that's. <laughs> I think it's really cool that you're you have figured that stuff out. Um, I can't really tell whether that's something that just came out of your mouth just now or whether that's something that you've worked up to figuring out. Yeah, I, well, I've started, I definitely, after I got divorced, um, I made it my, I committed to myself and I said, you know what, I got to figure out why I do the things I do. Mm. And and I want to stop because there was things, you know, I was not faithful in my marriage. And so when I got divorced, I said, if this, if this is ever going to happen again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that same guy. Like I want to change. I, I want to know why I was, what was the attraction of being unfaithful? It, it was never about sex or anything like that. I think for me, it was more about validation because I had so many insecurities about myself that I just didn't love myself. Now I've come a long way since then, not to mm -hmm. say that, you know, uh, everything's perfect in, 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 in the mind, but, um, never. yeah, yeah <laughs> never. It's all, you're, never. you're always working on it. 
but and I mean, I've been in, you know, a, a relationship now for, you know, a few years um, since, since, you know, my, my divorce, I, I did get into another relationship eventually. And, um, you know, I've been able to stay the course, but I'm not thinking about marriage or anything like that. So, yeah. And it's not, I don't, I don't know if it's because I, I, it's, I've never had a relationship where I didn't have a reason to trust the person. So where the, tr I, I think it's more of a trust in myself. Um, as I, as how does I, that feel as you say that right there? I mean, it, there's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde mentality in my mind, because as I say that there's a part of my brain that says, you know, shut up. You, you, you're, 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 you're talking nonsense. You know, you, you, you know what you're capable of, you know, what you bring to the table, you, you know, that you can succeed. And then there's that other, that, that Hyde side of it that says, or yeah, I guess it was Hyde was the bad one. I don't know. He, it's like, um, yeah, you know, yeah, you're don't do this. This is too much of a risk. Um, you, you know, what if you fail things like that? The fear of failure doesn't haunt me as much as it used to, but I think there's still some residual um, feelings that, you know, I sometimes in some situations, I don't know if, if I can trust myself. Yeah. Like when? Major, major purchases, um, major life shifting events, you know, uh, whether it's a marriage or financial um, investing in myself, you know, to, 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 you know, build up my skill sets or my knowledge. If, if it's a big investment, especially financially, I, you know, I get cold feet until I can convince myself that this is going to be a good, good investment for me. How often does that work out? Um, for, for big purchases or big investments, that you talk yourself into? Uh, I would say I talk myself out of it more than I talk myself into it. Okay. How about the ones that you talk yourself into? How often does it actually work out? Mm. I'm going to say it's 50-50. 50-50. And, and I guess a lot of it depends on my, you know, where I'm at current day. Our current state, you know, if I have a surplus of funds available to me, I don't worry as much as if things get tight. But what's frustrating is I'm the type of guy that believes that it's only money. You can always go make more. Why know? is that a problem? Making more money? Or no, why the um, you said the problem is I'm the kind of guy that thinks that you can always go out. Why is that a problem? Well, I don't think that's a problem. I think, I mean, I think that's kind of a good trait to have is, is to not have this dependency on money to define who you are or what you're able to do. I like the fact that I can have that approach. I just wish I could have that approach more often. Um, you know, uh, kind of an example, even just current, a current example is I have an opportunity right now that's sitting before me that I could, um, I can learn from some of the best and 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 develop further develop my skill set as a coach, um, and, and you know as a coach for others. But it's a fairly decent investment. I don't have it straight out the pocket. I I, I but I know I could go out and I could earn it. But I'm not convinced that I want. You know, it's like ugh, there's still that. I don't know. Is this the right time? Is this the right time? And I know the time is, there's never a perfect time, but it's strange. It's, it's kind of like this tug of war in my, in my mind, um, between do and don't. And, and it, and it really, I really have to wrestle with some of those decisions. Um, yeah. Can we use that example? Sure. Okay. Um, this, opportunity. Um, 
Let's see. I I go at that kind of thing several different ways, um, and it all is the same thing, but there's a couple different techniques. Um, let's see. I don't have a coin on me right now. Do you have a coin on you? Mm, yes, I do. I have a whole bunch of points. All right. Let's All right. just say for the point, you know, for this, uh, heads you do this opportunity, uh, tails you don't. Okay. Um, and let's call it in the air. You can call it in the air. All right. Sorry, you're going to hear dogs. <laughs> Maybe you hear dogs. All right, here we go. So heads, yes, tails, no. And I pick heads. Or I guess I'm not supposed to pick, right? It's just whatever it falls on. It's heads. Dude, you picked heads in the air. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said heads, I'd, it's something I need to do. Tails, right. give it more thought. All right, all right. Dude, you picked heads. Yeah. In the air. Right. What I'm getting at is, um, you know. Yeah. Right? Um, this is exactly the kind of thing that I have worked to figure out over the last mm -hmm. couple of years is when I see an opportunity, it always means money for me. It always mm -hmm. means money for me um, for a course or a workshop or, um, uh, you know, some sort of investment in myself. When I see it and I go, oh, my God, I want that. Um, I know, like, I, it, there's a, there's a difference between a, oh my God, I want that. And, a that, that seems really cool. I should do that. Yeah. Um, if I have to talk myself into doing something, it doesn't work out right for me. It just, it doesn't or it doesn't work out as well as I'd like it to. The, oh my God, I want that. The first time I see it, even if I vacillate after that, like, how am I gonna pay for this? I don't like, I don't even know. And you know, am I, am I, is this the right thing to do? It's that heads in the air. Like, I know. Now, what I'm working on is understanding where in my body I'm feeling that. Right. Um, so there's, there's other practices. You, you might even like know some of these. Um, if you sit quietly, um, you know, just find a comfortable position right now and think about, um, let's see, think about something let's see uh what do you what do you love to do like what do you just like unquestionably love to do uh, i love to i love to speak you know share share my story um yeah how do you I mean, feel where do you feel that when you like right now when when i heard you say that my thing is i like um i kind of zing um in my chest. Like I, mm -hmm. I heard that as truth. Yeah. That's something that you love. Where in your body do you feel that? I think I, I, I mean, I feel it in the chest. Like I, you know, it's kind of like a, um, kind of like a stirring, you know, something when, when I think about having the opportunity to get up in front of people and speak and share my story or a story it 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 it's exciting it's exciting to me like i can't wait to do it um yeah and i feel that more torso you know heart um yeah but it's it's not a tense it's not a tensing it's it's kind of a I don't know, it's just that excitement. Like, you know, a kid on Christmas Day, you go down, you see all the toys, and you're like, yes, you know, you start ripping into it. I mean, that's how I, I mean, that's 
that's the excitement I feel when I think about that. Do you, does it feel like expansive or um, like what can you, can you like think sometimes I feel like my, my shoulders get wider. Like I'm. Yeah. It's kind of a, like a, yeah. Superman, you know, let's tear away the jet, you know, the, the, the overcoat and go save the world. Yeah. It's kind of like that. I mean, that's how I feel. Like I get, my body tightens up, but it's out of excitement rather than anxiety or anything like that. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Um, think about uh, when you were trying to figure out how to tell your kids that you were getting a divorce. Mm. What are you feeling in your body? That was scary. That was mm. scary. Um, I remember that day. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just a heaviness. Like, Oh my God, I'm really, I really got to tell them this. And like, I, I remember I couldn't hardly get the words out before I broke down and got emotional. Um, yeah, you're going to get me now with it too. <laughs> um, we can pick something else. It's okay. No, I mean, I'm not here okay. to, I'm not here to make you emotional for any, by any no. means. Now that was also something that you had to do, right? Yeah. You had to do that. Um, what's a, what's a household chore that you hate doing? Uh, cleaning the bathrooms. <laughs> I, I hate that. Okay. When <laughs> you contemplate having to clean the bathroom. Mm hmm where do you feel it? Like what happens in your body? Mm. You have to clean the toilet. Yeah. And it's been like months. <laughs> I don't, I don't feel, I feel like I want to distract myself. I'd rather go mow the lawn. Like, okay. So I, you know, it's, it's more of a mind. I, I feel it more in my head as far as the emotion attached to it. Cause it's like, Oh gosh, I gotta clean the bathroom. But then that procrastination side of me comes in and says, well, what can we do instead of clean the bathroom? Cause it'll still be there tomorrow. It'll still be messy. You know? Um, and of course then the next day comes and it's like, well, what can I do? You know? So that's actually super interesting. When, when I asked you about um, speaking, right? Mm -hmm. How it feels when you're speaking, you're talking from your chest. Yeah. And when you're talking about cleaning the bathroom, okay, you're not talking about cleaning the bathroom. You're talking about mowing the lawn instead, but you're talking from your head. Yeah. Okay. So when you're doing something that feels right to you, maybe it'll feel like it's from your chest, even if it's the tiniest amount. Like we're not mm -hmm. talking, we're not talking, um, hey, it feels right to uh, go to the bank today because I need to cash a check and it's going to feel like Superman. Right. You know, like <laughs> we're not talking that. We're talking like, yeah, I got money. I got to go to the hmm. bank to cash a check. And, you know, like I'm feeling it a little bit here. Right? Right. Yeah. Sorry. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but you get all kinds of in your head about something that you have to talk yourself into or have to talk yourself out of, right? It, you right. literally get up in your head and you start to do this. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to go back for a second. I have absolutely no problem with you getting emotional. Mm -hmm. None. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it just, <laughs> it was that particular thing wasn't important enough to get that going. Right. I would, I would personally like off camera, off recording, I would be perfectly happy to go through that particular thing with you. You know, um, we could, we could go another half hour and then we could stop and I could <laughs> talk to you about that. But for this, for this particular purpose, that wasn't working. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's see this class or I'm sorry, you did not say class. You said uh, investment that yeah, would be kinda. hard for you to do. You're not really sure how, how you could do it, but it, it could make you a better coach. Yeah. Um, think about it and think about where you're feeling it. 
I mean, I think about where you're feeling now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel the, ex the, when I think of the opportunity, the window of opportunity that it's going to open up for me, that's ver that, that feels exciting to me. Like I, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. Then the mind kicks in and it says, yeah, but they want X amount of dollars up front and you don't have that today. So, eh, you know, it's still there. The excitement of it, the thought of it and the opportunity that, that could come from it is there. I feel excited when I think about it, but then that excitement gets deflated a little bit when my mind starts focusing on, well, you know, you've only got X amount of dollars in your checkbook. So what are you going to do? Um, you are obviously excited about the um, the possibility of coaching and coaching better. Mm -hmm. um, can you decipher whether um, it's about this particular opportunity that's exciting or what might come out of this particular opportunity? I think it's what will come out of the opportunity. I, you know, okay. what the deliverable on it is. Um, Do you see we, that you have to get through this in order to get to that? Yes and no. Yes, because this would, this would expedite how, I mean, I would get to where I want to be a lot quicker. And know from the standpoint that I could get there on my own, but it's going to take time, um, more time than I may have to do it on my, to figure it all out on my, on my own. Um, Cause there, there'd do be you mean physically life, lifetime. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, like time as in the day, because they would be a lot more, if I was to do this on my own and get to where I want to be on my own, I've got, there's a lot, there's a lot that I'm going to, a lot that I got to lay, a lot of groundwork that I got to lay to, to figure out how, you know, the steps to get there as opposed to this opportunity, which basically I'm learning from somebody that's already, they've accomplished, you know, they've done it. They know they've got the roadmap. They're, the GPS is programmed. All I got to do is pay for the GPS and boom, um, I'm going to get where I want to go as, as opposed to on my own, where I kind of got to figure out the destinations and plug them in on my, on my own to, and hope it gets me to the same place. Can you talk more about plugging in the destination? Yeah, so it would be it, it would it would come down to like there's a there's topics that I'm going to have to research on my own. So I, and I'm going to have to go wade through, you know, the millions and millions of pieces of content that are available on the internet to figure out, A, is this something that I, is this a person that I could trust that, that, that they're not just, they're not just trying to make a quick buck. They, they actually are putting out content that I can absorb and it's going to make me a better coach. Um, and then, you know, figuring that out as opposed to, this this person or you know the, the the individuals that I'd be working with with this opportunity, I've already like I I trust like if I if I fork over the money to do this, I trust that I'm they're going to provide. It's it's not just a cash grab for them, um, as opposed to going out and searching YouTube or reading books or you know and you got to you know, invest all that time into consuming that. And then pulling out the right bits of information that that I need, um, as opposed to already having it for me, ready to go. 
So there's like a lot of little stops on the way um, that I have to kind of figure out and program in. I, you know what? Here's a good analogy. I think this would be a good analogy. The opportunity is going to give me a GPS, which is going to tell me where to go. If I do it on my own, it's like the olden days when there was no smartphones or GPSs. You had to unfold that big old giant map, and then you had to like get really close in and say, "Well, okay, I'm going to take you know Route 41 till I get to this town, and then I got to hop off on you know 23." And um, you know, you you got to do all that footwork on your own, in in instead of somebody just saying, "Hey, turn left in one mile." Is there is there a way to ask for directions instead of like is there is there a halfway? You you seem to be making it um, black and white. Either yeah. I come up with all this money and trust this person to not screw me over. Mm -hmm. This is basically what I'm hearing, or it's too much work for me. And I don't know how to do it, or that—that's totally not what you've said. Okay, I—you've not said you don't know how to do it. You've said that it's going to be really hard for you to figure out how to do it. You—you'll be able to do it. It's just going to be really hard, and it would be so much easier. Right. Is there a middle road, like instead of instead of figuring out Route twenty-two to fourteen to three ninety-three on the map? Is there a way to? ask MapQuest instead of, I don't know, getting on the airplane? Yeah. Um, I imagine there is a middle road. I have a hard time visualizing what that middle road would look like. Because um, when I think about doing this on my own, I feel like I'm staring down a long dark tunnel, you know, like it's like, I don't know when this thing ends. I just got to walk through this until I get there. Um, I mean, that's kind of the, the, when I, when I try to visualize what that middle ground is, that's kind of the image. That's the first image that pops in my head is like a long dark tunnel. Can, can I stop a second yeah. and, and just say, um, what just popped into my head is something about the quality of your voice when you were saying that, like the, the fear and um, dread of yeah. that long, dark tunnel. There was something about the quality of your voice, which was exactly like having to tell your kids about your divorce. Yeah. Hard and horrible and had to happen. Right. Yeah, and I catch, I've caught myself before. I, I, I can, sometimes I can feel and hear the inflection in my voice, depending on what That's I'm That's awesome. About. That's totally awesome. But yeah. Um, not always, but sometimes I could feel it's like, you know, I, I feel myself kind of backing, backing down as opposed to, you know, stepping up. And yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I've been able to, I can sense it, but I don't know if I've ever really taken steps to figure out how to prevent that <laughs> childlike fear or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Does it need to be prevented? We, we as a society and I suspect like I am not a man. I am not a man in the society. I suspect you are absolutely not allowed for fear to have fear. You're not allowed to have fear. You're not allowed to um, show it. Yeah. Accept that you have it and do it anyway. I have fear and I run the other direction. Like yeah. I, I do not go towards the fear, even if I know it's the good thing for me. So 
so is that something that you have to combat? Is that something that you can actually look at and go, hey, it's telling me good information, but that doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to have it? Yeah, I, you know, because one, one of the things that I changed that I really worked hard to change about myself, you know, um, you know, about six years ago is facing fears because, you know, I grew up with a lot of insecurities and fears, which cost me a lot of opportunities um, and even, you know, caused me to make some bad decisions. Um, there's not too much that, I mean, there's things that cause fear to bubble up inside, but I, I'm of the mindset, I guess with most time, most things that if it scares me, I'm going to do it. And I may still be scared while I'm doing it, but I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not going to let, you know, six years ago, I said, I'm not, I'm done with fear. Like, I'm not going to let it control my life, but it's still, it's still, I, I can see where it's still there. And I guess when it's there on smaller things or things that I, I feel are less significant, I just let it do its thing. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. But if it's what does that what does that mean? You you let it you I just I acknowledge that it's, you know, hey, this is scary. And but at this point in time, I don't really feel like challenging it. You know, uh, one of the big fears that I overcame, the first fear I overcame was my fear of public speaking. And um, and although when I, you know, you get up on a stage in front of 100 plus people, there's still this nervous energy, but it's not fear. I'm not mm -hmm. afraid to get on a stage. I'm not afraid to fail on a stage. Um roller coasters you know my older my oldest uh, oldest son he loves roller coasters and he always wants to go to the biggest scariest ones and and i'll go and i'll take them and i'll ride them i don't like it but i'm gonna ride it uh and i do have fun on them but i mean the fear is still there but i'm like you know screw you fear i'm 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 gonna you know laugh in your face so things like that <sighs> Now I'm starting, but now I'm starting to sense where the fear, when other people are involved, I face the fear and I deal with it. If it's myself, I just let the fear be. Like, I don't feel like I need to show up for myself as much as I need to show up for others. Do you happen to remember um, in our last conversation, my metaphor on how to bushwhack? And mm, that you need, about it. Yeah. Um, you need boundaries. You need, you, need, you need to know where the edges are. You need to know um, like the, the main, like the, the stone walls and the, the biggest trees and where the streams are and the lay of the land a little bit. Um, for me, it helps a lot to have my dogs with me mm -hmm. that I have to watch and make sure they're doing okay. And, and, um, or a client and helping them figure out their stuff or, um, you know, like going back to the woods, like if I if I take a friend out into that particular bit of woods that I know, I'll go anywhere on it. Um, it I'm more likely to go out of my comfort zone if I'm shepherding somebody. And that's something I just know about me. I didn't say that in our last conversation because that's about me. Yeah. And the fact that I'm hearing a similarity similarity between the two of us on that me could mean we're both coach types. Like mm -hmm. we both want to help people get through their own stuff. Right. Or it could mean <laughs> that we all, or a, a, a much larger percentage um, do the scary thing more easily. If, if we're, doing it for with somebody else. Yeah. Um, 
we're so far off topic here. Yes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but it, you know, I mean, if if you'll if, if you'll allow me this, um, maybe you have an easier time trusting yourself if there's somebody else involved. Because yeah. I I I feel like you hit on something there when when you were talking about your commitment stuff and your your ideas towards going. Um, going for the big thing, making the investment in yourself is you don't, you don't trust yourself enough either to make the right decision or to follow through. Yeah. T tell me, tell me how that settles with you. I could be completely wrong. I'm often completely wrong. No, I mean, I, it, it does, it does resonate the 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 lack of trust in myself yeah man how does how to explain that um it i it may be not trusting my ability to commit to finish something to see it through that doesn't feel as heavy on me as just trusting myself man i don't know this is a tough one that's a good question here because every answer comes out it comes back it, it just pulls it back together as far as well there's there's is it a fear of, I don't think it's a fear of failure. It doesn't come from a place of, of failure. Cause I, you know, whatever, if you fail, great. You know, that's a, to me, that's a good thing. You fail, you learn. Um, I think I look at it as, it may be more of, am I making the right decision? Am I, Am I, it feels right. I'm confident that it, it will produce the results I want. But, and I hate to say this because I, I tell people, this is one of the things when I coach or mentor somebody, I always tell them, you can't have this way of thinking, but it's the what if. You know, what if I invest all this money and it doesn't pan out? Now, if it was you asking me if the roles were reversed and I was a coach, I'd be like, but what if it succeeds? Like, I would be encouraging you to reframe your thought to say, you know, don't think about the negative, think about the positive. Um, so that's, it, it feels icky to say that, but I, I, that's what I feel. I feel like, you know, I'm not listening to my own advice and just saying, don't, don't, what if yourself to death, just, just jump in and go with it. And there's this piece of me that says, who cares? I mean, if you lose the money, who cares? Go make more, you know, uh, you just, you know, there's, there's a ton, everybody's hiring nowadays. So, I mean, you go, I go get a, as many jobs as I want, you know, um, but for this, for this, in particular, it's just like, do I, do I take, you know, I'm hesitant to take that plunge just because, yeah, it's unknown. I mean, it, it, I don't know what's going to happen if I take the plunge. And that's, like I said, that's icky to think because I would, I, I would tell people to, to focus, to not focus on that at all, but here I am focusing on it. So is it possible Is it possible that you're trying to talk yourself into something by telling yourself the what if mm. um, shouldn't be a thing, the, oh, I can make more money if it doesn't work out. Like I'm, I'm just at, this is, this is a coin flip, right? Yeah. And you, somewhere in your body, you know the answer. Is it yeah. possible 
that you're trying to talk yourself into something that you know is too good to be true. I feel like I'm more so trying to talk myself out of it, out of taking the risk more so than I'm trying to talk myself into it. When I, when I think about the opportunity as just, and I don't put any other thought as far as what could happen, what may, may not happen. If I, when I just think about, I can go do this, like this is something I can do and I can, I'm, I'm going to grow and I'm going to take something from it. That to me is exciting. That, that, that gets, that gets me jazzed up and I'm ready to go conquer. But then I think, but you know, man, it's a commitment. Like, oh man, it's going to be, you know, it, it's, it's a financial commitment that, you know, That, and then that, then it's like I'm almost trying to talk myself into not doing it because the thoughts will then, and I know this from past experience in my own head, it, eventually the thoughts will kick in and says, you don't need this. You could do it on your own. You don't need somebody else's help. Go do it on your own. And, and then that's when I'll talk myself out of it because it's like, ah, I could just go do the footwork on my own and read books and watch videos and get coaches and um it's almost as if I gotta, you know, I gotta rely. I, I want to rely on others to, to. It's that validation thing again. I just feel like it's that I need somebody else to tell me it's the right, <laughs> it's the right thing, so that I can trust myself to, to do it, to take the plunge and and just just go after it, you know, and not worry about, you know, what tomorrow brings. Let's just, you know, let's worry about today. Let's let's get, you know, let's do what feels good today. That's so interesting that you brought that same thing back. Yeah. That you're looking for the validation. Yeah. That you, like, it, it's just the through line there. Like, you, you need validation. You need somebody else to tell you that you're good enough. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I mean, as much as I mean, that's obviously that's something that we you know, I think everybody works on throughout <laughs> their lives. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> I'm not saying this is just you. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Holy I, but, moly, not saying it's just you. No, no, and but I didn't say it's interesting that, to but. find out where. Yeah. Where our brains go, I think our our minds are so fascinating, and it's it's parsing out like <laughs> you've been going up you know like what i call it is my i start to do hamster wheels and mm. I, I know that this indicates something else but i i start to do hamster wheels and stop feeling you know and 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 yes i've said that several times but um as soon as i get into my head i lose all concept of what's right or wrong you know yeah. and and for me i don't mean like what's morally correct, right? What's right for me. Right. As soon as I get into my head, I'm brilliant. Like I'm a really bright person and I can make anything true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I can, I can give you all of the reasons why something is true or not. You know, we're going into debate club here. Like yeah. just give me a side. I'll prove it. Mm -hmm. And that's not, what's right for me or what's wrong for me. And so um, when I'm trying to get you to feel that Superman feeling mm -hmm. or um, the in your head feeling, yeah. um, there's, there's the trying to get out of your head and into what's right for you or wrong for you. Um, I will, I will say that you picked heads mm -hmm. and you said that you think that you're trying to talk yourself out into, no, you're trying to talk yourself out of doing this, you know, like um, your words that have come out of you sound like you're going to do this thing. Yeah. And 
um, and it might work and it might not. Like it's all a process and you're not, you don't appear to be afraid to fail and lose the money. So, so I would suggest you get the hell out of your head and <laughs> do it because yeah. you ostensibly don't, you're not afraid for it not to work. Right. And if you just go ahead and take the chance on yourself and then if it, if it works, then booyah, you also have proof, right? You've got proof that, um, that it, that you can trust that, that Superman feeling that you felt at the beginning. Like at some point um, you were talking about um, if you feel that afraid feeling, you hear it in your voice, you, you, you feel that afraid feeling and it's a little thing, you don't bother with it. I could say, if you feel that Superman feeling just a tiny bit, go for it and see how it pans out. If you feel that afraid feeling, use that, the tiny ones, the ones that are inconsequential, maybe try like one in five of them. Try to use those as uh, strength building exercises. Yeah. So that, <clears throat> so that you begin to trust that you're going to make it through that particular thing, whatever it is. Right. Um, and that the next time this little fear comes along or that Superman feeling comes along, you know, you can trust it more. Right. You know, I, yeah, I mean, it, I'm not telling sense. you you should do this course, or I'm sorry, whatever it is, hire this Coaching, person, mentoring, do, yeah. do whatever yeah. it is. I'm, I'm not suggesting that you do that. What I'm suggesting you do is take a chance on believing yourself, yeah. especially because what you keep saying is, who cares if it works or not? That, yeah. That's and now I know that that's not actually how you feel, and it's possible that it is how you feel yeah. and it's possible that you're lying to yourself the whole time. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that, that's like, that's more than one hour can handle here. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason that we get into coaching for like sessions, you know, yeah. or, or years, you know, with the same person because we trust them. Um, because it's, I mean, how many things have we touched on? in this one conversation, you know, it started out as trust and then it became commitment mm -hmm. and then it became trusting yourself. And then it became, um, about a business. And then it became about all these things in your head with how many, you know, how many, how many money, like money yeah. and follow through and your kids. And, you know, it's like, yeah. What have you tell me what you got out of this? If you can if you can it it's totally possible that you got nothing. It's fine. No. <laughs> I think it, what I got what I've gotten from today is I know and, and and I and I had it to be, and I think I needed to be reminded. I know if I do this, it's going to work out because I've never had anything in my life that I took a plunge on not work out. It may not work out exactly how I first hoped it would, but it's it's never not worked out to benefit me or someone else. Like you know, it's everything has been. Um, there's always an upside to all the decisions I made, you know, the roller coasters with my son, you know, I'm like, Oh crap, I'm going to, I'm a big dude. This thing's not going to hold me. I'm going to fly off and land in the pond, you know? Um, but then I do it and I have a lot of fun. It's like, okay, let's do it again. Um, speaking, you know, terrified, uh, got up there, you know, in front of people started, started speaking and got vulnerable, let my story come through a little bit. And it was like, okay, I'm, I'm pretty good at this. I didn't know I was good at this, but now I, I'm, I'm pretty good at speaking. I've got people coming up to me afterwards saying, Hey, um, you know, that really, that really 
resonated with me and I appreciate you sharing it. You know, so I'm getting positive feedback. You know, am I a you know world-class speaker speaking on stages all across the world? No, I'm not there yet. But taking the step and becoming more comfortable with speaking has opened up other opportunities and it's it's built confidence. So I know, I know that anything that I choose to do, I will command the good out of it. I, I will find the good and I, it will happen. Um, I won't, once I'm into something, once I, once I commit to something, the, the thought of failure doesn't even cross my mind. I, I'm doing it. I'm going to make it successful. I don't care what it takes. It's that initial getting inside of my head and, and, and you know, your hamster wheel analogy it, that felt right for me too. Cause it's like, you're, you're on this wheel and you're just spinning and spinning and you're not making any progress. You're just mm -hmm. there. And if you're like the hamster I had when I was a kid, you're going to stick your head out <laughs> the wrong time and you're going to strangle yourself. And, you know, cause yeah. I did have a hamster did that. He killed himself. Uh, I'm not sure not by an intention, but um I but don't that's know, what life it feels in a like. cage is pretty rough. Yeah, that could be too, you know. He, he, <laughs> he was something else. But um, yeah, so I think I think for me, what I what I got out of this is I know the answer. I know what I need to do. I need to listen to that voice of strength and positive positivity more. I need to let that one come through. And then when that little other little voice that comes in and says, but what if I just need to say, shut up, like, eh, I'm not even going to listen to you and do and take my own advice and say, you know, what if it failed? No, no. What if it succeeds? What's going to happen if it, if it goes great? I mean, you know, think of the lives you can change, um, how you can help people, you know, get more have more experience, more skills, get deeper into, you know, uh, you know, helping, helping others from a, from a coaching standpoint or even a mentoring standpoint. So yeah, it's, it's good to talk it out because especially with someone else, because at least for my mind, I, I see, I, I can at least then start identifying the short, shortcomings right like oh my god you know why am i thinking this way i shouldn't be thinking this way i need to think this way uh, i think we all know we all have the answers it's just sometimes you've you've got to that you might have to say it enough times or say it to the right person to finally connect you know that's exactly as far as i'm concerned that's why i only guide people yeah you know it you know yeah. it. I just have to remind you, you know, yeah. I'm just here to remind you that you know it. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do my thing and, and just let it, you know, let it succeed because I know it will. And Congratulations in advance. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Major breakthrough. But um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I may have talked myself out of it had we not talked about it today. I may I may have talked myself out of it because I it's it, there's a very small window that I need to make it happen if I'm going to make it happen so um, I'm just going to try to make it happen. Ah, actually, I hate the word try. I'm going to make it happen. I hate the word try too. Yeah, it gives us an excuse to back out, right? You try, <laughs> you try to, you try, you lie. Yep. Well, very cool. I've I've taken over an hour of your time here today. I really, when I we, we when we were hopping onto this call, I said, "Okay, thirty minutes. We're gonna, you know." Oh, are yeah, you kidding? There's you know. a reason that I that I set my sessions for ninety minutes because the yeah. point the point is I'm not telling anybody anything. They're telling themselves, but they got to get there. Yeah, it takes a long time to get there. It does. It does for sure. Well, thank you. Um, Thank you for this session and thank you for coming on the show, not once, but twice. And um, yeah, I think you know, anybody that's watching this or listening to this, um, I mean, you saw it, you saw it in action. I mean, even if you think you, you know, coaches need coaching too. So, you know, you know, even if you, if you think you, you have the answers, you may surprise yourself because 
memories and thoughts came up in my head in this hour that that weren't there before we started talking like it was just coach yourself yeah you can't no but um so yeah so anybody if you feel it you need some guidance um i recommend contacting betsy for sure so this has been awesome yeah this has been good so I've loved um, listening to your mind and how it works. <laughs> I know. Right. It, and it's so crazy. Cause it's when I think, you know, in my eyes, I my always, always drift up and, and it's just like this swirl of energy through my brain that it's like, you know, connecting the dots and it's, and I did, I mean, even in today I had aha moments that we may have not talked about, but as we were talking and as I was thinking, I was like, Hmm, Aha, uh-huh. because I'll give you an example, talking about, you know, fear of commitment with when I think about money. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was talking to this, I grew up as a kid, dirt poor, like we were poverty. Like mm-hmm. my mom had $5 to feed three of us mm-hmm. and and she would make it work. She would figure it out. Like, you know, we might yep. be having spaghetti noodles and refried beans for dinner, but hey, we're going to eat. And so I think a lot of my 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 inability to commit financially probably stems I, I need to go back and do some more i need to go back in my timeline and look at that and see what kind of beliefs um i took on as a kid and 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 so that's a whole but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother session there but hey you let me know <laughs> all right yeah i mean hey, i might be signing up i might be signing up here uh you know because it's um it's good. It's good to, it's good to, to get it, you know, to just get in your own head and then get out of your own head, you know? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, thank you again. And uh, we'll get this posted up and uh, share it with the world. You're very welcome. It's been awesome. There you go. There you have it. My conversation with Betsy. Uh, it's been wonderful having her on the show again. She is a fantastic coach. Her attention to detail and, um, the way she just listens, the way she listens and, and, and really hears what you're saying is uh, it, it was one of the better sessions I've ever had with a coach. So I would highly recommend you go check out Betsy's website. Uh, everything is in the description below as far as links. Go check her out. Give her a, give her a um, you know, drop her an email, drop her a, a note and, and just see what she can do for you. If you're feeling a little um, lost, if you're feeling stuck and you're trying to just get back to, back to the basics, back to who you are, I highly recommend uh, you reach out to Betsy. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Make sure if you haven't already, you follow this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on. If you don't mind, give it a share out on social media. Let others know that we're out here uh, trying to trying to make a difference in this world. And uh, if you would, if, if you have the opportunity, wherever you're listening, if you have an opportunity to give us a rating, uh, please, please rate this podcast. And I would love to hear from you, uh, which uh, my link tree is down in the description below. So come check me out on various social media platforms and reach out if you'd like. So until next time, this is me and I'm telling you, aim high, be courageous and go do amazing things.